At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Rolling long, VSIN final countdown, hour two, alongside Matt Brown. I'm Stormy Bonantoni, live from Las Vegas, the South Point studio. Uh, heavy NFL and college football hour ahead. Get into some notable line movement, marquee games, as well as some awards markets. Talk MVP, Ooh. Heisman. Where I want to start, though, mm-hmm. there are a number of teams that we have power ranked in our top tens that we went through yesterday that lost week one and now are significant favorites here in their week two contest. So which of these 0-1 teams, Matt, Mm -hmm. will bounce back the biggest here on Sunday? We have the Rams 10.5-point favorite against the Falcons. Packers 9.5-point favorites taken on the Bears. The 49ers against the Seahawks is 9.5-point favorites. And the Bengals laying 7.5, 8. It's been ticking back and forth against the Cowboys. So I think that one's unfair for me to go there because that one is that one's the obvious one because of the injury situation for the Cowboys. So I'm going to I'll move I'll, I'll pick one of the other ones. Okay. Cuz that one would be my it number does, one it, with a bullet. You think that's the that's got to be the number one survivor play even though it's a road favorite? Yeah, I mean look, I think people are going to gravitate towards if you're not in Circa, right? I mean, like in Circa, you have to hold on to the Rams. But like, if you're if you're in just a general one, I think a lot of people gravitate just towards the Rams in this situation, and and maybe even the maybe even the forty uh, maybe even the Forty ers or the Packers. But for See, me, I'd be scared of the Falcons after the way they started yeah, last week. That yeah, was yeah, no, crazy. they really, I know they they really did. It's it's pretty interesting. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna eliminate Cincinnati. So we'll All go right. with one of these other ones. I honestly, I honestly think if we look at this Packers team, even though I'm down on them, it's just the Bears. 
they did nothing in that game to win the game. It was just the 49ers didn't go and take the game from them, right? If you look at the underlying stats, like they did, they didn't do anything well on offense. They didn't do anything particularly well on defense either. It was just the 49ers in those conditions, in everything that was going on, just couldn't get anything going whatsoever. And so I think it's still this. I still, I still think it's the bad Bears team that we thought they were whenever we were coming into mm-hmm. the season that got just a very fortunate run of, you know, wind and rain and sloppiness and disgusting playing conditions, which, you know, just kind of benefited them. So I think the Packers are most likely the team to come out and really kind of put it on this Bears well, team because I still believe that they're one of the three worst teams in the world. And Aaron Rodgers is part owner in the Chicago Bears, if I recall correctly, right? Isn't that, I own you. It wouldn't, yes, oh, there's, there, there's all that. There's also this, and this is the truth as well. Aaron Rodgers went and did whatever he did in the offseason – you know, whatever he was, what was he doing? A bunch of peyote or something Ayahuasca. or whatever, or whatever, or something on <laughs> stuff. Like, so he did all this stuff. He wasn't like working out and Aaron Rodgers earned the right to do whatever in the hell he wants hey, to do. But in the he offseason. said Ayahuasca is what led him to the back-to-back MVPs. Yeah. Man. Listen, he's, he's, he's got the right to do whatever he wants to do, but you probably should have been working out with like your rookie wide receivers because you were going to have to rely on them a ton. And it. that didn't end up being the case, but okay, we got a, you know, we got a week under our belt here. We've got a, Figure, we got a way to figure out, like, okay, how do we maximize Dobbs? How do we maximize Christian Watkins? So, I mean, like, I think that we're in a place now where this thing could move in in the direction where I don't think they're going to be, like, super polished or anything, but I don't think you have to be to beat this Bears team mm-hmm. by double digits, you know? And so I think that, like, in a week under the belt here, this could be them kind of moving more in the right direction. They got to get Aaron Jones more involved, I think, in the pass games particularly. I think it's fine that they used A.J. Dillon as, as much as they did in the run game because, I, you know, look, you want to hold on to Aaron Jones and make sure that he's good for you down the stretch and he's not near as big as Dillon and let him take some of the beating here early in the season. But I think Jones out of the backfield or even lining up in the slot it's got to be on the game in the game plan to just get him more touches. He just needs the ball in his hands a bunch more. So I think we'll see that as well, and, and I'm going to go with the Packers to cover there. Uh, the the Rams and Packers both fit this since the NFL in the NFL since 2014 teams that lose by 10 or more points week one go on to cover the spread more than 60 percent the following week. Um, it, well, you're 49ers as well. I mean, let's 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 look at this. I mean, like uh, seriously, seriously, let's look at this. I mean, why? We I read off what the Seahawks did in the second half in that game against the Broncos, right? I mean, like the offense couldn't do anything, could not get anything going whatsoever, right? I mean, the 49ers defense is is on par with what the with what the Broncos are rolling out as well. You would think that this 49ers defense is going to be able to do basically the same thing to the Seahawks defense. I mean, Seahawks offense. I mean, I just I know it was rough to watch specifically People are considering giving the rain too much credit, I think. And listen, my my issues with this team are Large, Mm -hmm. Um, just because I feel like they're so ready to win now. And it's very frustrating to put that in the hands of a quarterback that has done nothing to prove that he is the answer, that he's the guy, like other than the fact that leadership has invested a lot of things to get him in the draft by trading up. Like it's not his fault. He's not ready, but I think in a lot of ways he's holding this team hostage. And I, if he doesn't have the type of performance you need to see against a team like Seattle, then I'm going to be really, really worried about this team moving forward. So I'm not betting this, this game for that reason. Um, he was second to last in the NFL in completion percentage over expectation this past, in the, in week one. Again, a lot of that does have to do with, with like, the weather as well, but the, you know, he, he was to be fair. He was second to last in 
in that category. I would love to eat my words on it. Mm -hmm. I, I really, really would. I feel like everybody hates on Jimmy Garoppolo so much. Like he is the problem. Then why is his record? And I, th I do think that maybe wins should be a part of what categorizes a, a quarterback stat, right? Like I think that that should be one of those things for him because you can hate on him all you want, but he is among the best active players in the NFL in terms of win percentage when a starter for his team. And it, it's just frustrating to me that everybody hates on him as much as they do. And I, I don't know how to get over it. I don't know how to get out of this funk right now, Matt. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. Look, look I, I'm, I could drastically change my opinion about this team after this week. This is, this is the team where I think my perception could be swayed the heaviest this week would be this team because I kind of, again, I'm kind of just writing off what I saw last week. And so here you are against one of the worst teams in the NFL, proved it in the second half against the Broncos that they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. If you can't go out there and thump this team at home, then this the 49ers, in my opinion, which I had power ranked, you know, coming into this season, I think I had them eighth or something like that coming into the year, could easily fall like middle of the pack, even kind of like lower third even. And I know something that you also took away from the week one loss was he didn't have his security blanket mm -hmm. in George Kittle on the field. He's not practicing still with that groin injury. So another thing just to keep yeah. a lookout on with this 49ers team coming into this year. I don't want to talk about this game anymore. So <laughs> just, I'm going to move on move from on. it. So yesterday we did start talking about um, the Lions commanders game. And mm -hmm. we kind of joked about, oh, you know, it's unique to see the Lions in the favorites role. We haven't seen that in a while. Well, apparently it's been 24 straight games that they have been an underdog and so two and a half point favorite taken on Washington um people took people took Washington we're oh, down to a point a we're down now. to a point and a half yeah I was just looking at this line before the show and it was two and yeah half. so people have taken Washington here down to a point and a half it's actually sitting one at another spot out there as well so, so I see why do you oh yeah for sure okay. for sure I mean listen is Carson Wentz gonna throw for 300 yards and four touchdowns again he's not but like they're again so if you look at those Lions touchdowns, again, we were, we were saying that box scores, pro tip from yesterday, <laughs> box scores can be deceiving, right? If you if you went and look at the Lions, like the touchdowns that they scored, one of them, they were down 17. One of them, they were down 13. One of them, they were down 17 again. One of them, they were down 10. So like they were scoring touchdowns and yeah, they were scoring and there's something to be said for that. They didn't lay down and all that, but like. They were scoring when the, when the Eagles were up by multiple scores, right? And so, like, the Eagles were not playing defense at the stiffest level at that point and stuff. So, again, credit to the Lions for not rolling over and credit to the Lions for they're going to be annoying to bet against, you know, mo all, all season long because it seems like that's just the mentality that they have. But, again, not all scores are created equal. And it wasn't necessarily that they were garbage time scores. It was just – they were scores in which the Eagles were willing to kind of right. give up, right? I mean, like it's like if you're up 17, you're not you're you're okay with them just kind of matriculating the ball down the field and whatever. It's if as long as it's running clock and and things like that. So I just think you you do have to look at that and you do have to understand that the Commanders are probably going to be able to do what the Eagles did, not as efficiently, but probably going to be able to move the ball on this defense. And yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm I think that, about I think the wrong team favorite here. Kind yeah, of I, I think so too. I think that the, the line secondary, like that's something to be worried about. They allowed 38 points to the yeah. Eagles last week and they let their foot off the gas. Like you're talking about mm -hmm. here. So, uh, and Carson Wentz. Yeah. You mentioned the stat line, two of those 
uh, touchdown passes coming in the fourth quarter, developed a good bit of chemistry. It looked like with Curtis Samuel, with Terry McLaurin, uh, Jahan Dotson there made a few big plays, could be moving himself up in the pecking order as well. So I agree. I think the wrong team is probably favored in that. As much as I love the Lions, and I'm, I am high on them. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope it's a close competitive game, but I would definitely edge on the side of Washington. And I hope that if you do too, you got the two and a half when it was available. Cardinals and Raiders. Um, I'm going to continue to ride the anti-Cardinals train here that I've been on all offseason and had success with last week as well. Um, we saw Arizona's defense really struggle to slow down Kansas City's offense. And I expect another really big challenge with this offense coming through and the weapons that they have as long as Derek Carr doesn't turn it over. Yeah, interestingly enough, there was, remember yesterday, it had gotten as high as, as Raiders at six, and then that's when people decided, okay, maybe this is a little bit too much. So now they've come back in on the other side. At DraftKings, is down to five in favor of the Raiders. So sitting that kind of no-man's land number right now, uh, one of the very, in, very most insignificant numbers out there is five. And so when we take a look there, I can kind of get why they came back in on the other side here, but I I honestly think that this is kind of a mismatch. And I know it's crazy to say because we kind of had all these teams not necessarily not necessarily on par, but I mean, look, the Cardinals weren't that far off from the Raiders preseason whenever we were talking about our, our power ratings and stuff. But then whenever you see the product that the Cardinals put on the field and then what they're going to have to kind of roll with moving forward here, it doesn't look like Rondell Moore is going to be back out there again. And so it's a... It's a team that lacks playmakers, a team that lacks really any sort of firepower on the defensive side now with Chandler Jones being gone, J.J. Watt not being out there this past week, and even if he goes this week, he hadn't been out there in a month, so how's effective is he really going to be? What's his conditioning like? And so I I think the Raiders can really, really get this done here. I think there's a big game in store for a couple of those receivers for the Raiders. I think so, too. Like, we are very on the same page when it comes to that one. We're going to step aside when we come back. A number of really interesting college football games in the top 25 coming up this week. We will break down what we think coming up. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Horse racing fans, First Bet wants to invite you to enter their free sweepstakes to win a trip to Santa Anita Park on October 6th through the 9th. The grand prize package includes airfare, hotel, tickets to the races, plus a $1,000 betting voucher from First Bet. Head over to vcin.com slash horses to register. Dang, I want that kind of hookup. Have you ever bet on a horse strictly because of the name of the horse? Absolutely, yeah. and I have won big on some that's, of those instances. I kind of feel like that's the only way to do it. Storm Revolver. 30 to 1 on my birthday at Del Mar like five years ago. Best thing that's ever happened to Listen, me. Listen, we spent all this time talking, like trying to handicap these races and stuff. And then a horse that got in like 12 minutes before the race <laughs> this past year goes yep. and then wins the thing. It's kind of like, what are we doing here? Let's just bet on the names of these horses <laughs> and let, let's just move on. Well, although Skippy Longstocking never paid out for like, me. I mean, <laughs> although, although deserved races. every dollar bet on that because of the name, though, Absolutely. however. Like, I mean, seriously, you felt good about that even in the I loss. Did. You're just like, I feel good about betting. Skippy I did. Long I will yeah, say, feels, feels really good. <laughs> we have a few major league baseball games though in progress. We do. Matt. We do. We uh, we are still sitting three nothing in favor of the Mariners. The rude Mariners for coming out and scoring three runs in the first inning. That said, they uh, have oh. shut down. They have uh, the, they have been able to shut them down the last two innings. So again, three nothing. And Luis Castillo has given up three hits so far. None of those equaling a run for the Padres. However, Castillo does have five K's through three innings as well. So Mariners up three, nothing in that one. And again, in a game where with these teams, as we said, like with the Mariners in in particular, like every game, every game for the Padres important here down the stretch, no matter what. So we'll certainly keep you up to date on that as we are on the air. And then we got the Braves and the Giants. Giants take a two to one lead here. Over the Braves, they get a they scratch across one in the bottom of the second and bottom of the fourth on Charlie Morton, who's gone five innings, only given up four hits. Unfortunately, those four hits have turned into two earned. Seven Ks for him so far. Carlos Rodon for the Giants, five innings, two hits, one walk, eight Ks for him through five innings. People just striking out all over the place in Major League Baseball as we're going at it. It's the ninth inning. In that Rockies and White Sox game. So, actually, we are now heading to the bottom of the ninth. Yeah. So, the White Sox have one last chance to try to get this across. And, again, every single game matters for this team. And, boy, what a disappointment it would be if they do not make the playoffs with this pitching staff, yeah. with these with these players, with everything coming into this, into this season. So many stranded runners, eight hits mm-hmm. and no runs um, for the White Sox here to get things going. Let's talk a little. Every White Sox fan out there is going. 
the story of our season. <laughs> it's like you They're just like, basically said that I'm going to get that tattoo across my back. Like, you know, like, eight hits, no runs. Stormy. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, let's get to some college football here. Um, one game that has been the talk of the town in college football circles this week is Oklahoma taking on Nebraska after the firing of Scott Frost. And we've seen very significant line movement here. Opened 14 and a half. Now, there are still some 11 and a halfs out there, but largely 11s now total up to 67. Coming off the loss to Georgia Southern is a 23-point favorite. They're 1-2 and two straight up, 0-3 against the number so far to start the year. Interim coach Mikey Joseph taking over. And, Matt, I was looking at our picks at a glance um, in the email, which, by the way, vcin.com slash subscribe. Become a subscriber. Become part of the team and get all of these picks and all the information we have out there. Um, but in the picks at a glance, every guest or host pick that has involvement on this game is taking the plus points with Nebraska here at any number that there's been. Yeah, I'm quite familiar with Mickey Joseph as well. He was at LSU for quite a while, wide receivers coach, was a really good recruiter down there as well. So I know Joseph really well. And, and as you mentioned, so this is to the point where some of these 11s have are gone. There are even some 10 and a halfs that are out there. And so people are really coming in and backing this. And so this Which is, is interesting because the ticket count is on Oklahoma. Yeah, this, this, it's, it's one of those things where you, you look at this and, and this is the difference in the college and the pro game, right? Is a coach gets fired in the pros and it's probably like most of those guys just walk in and be like, okay, whatever. It's like not that big of a deal. Right. But you know, with kids, it, it can mean something. It can, it can, it can fire you up. They really can. And especially if it's a guy that you've either completely lost faith in, or, you know, you didn't like in the first place, whatever it might be, you can really, you know, you get impacted by that type of stuff. Right. And you can get fired up. So I do understand it is an upgrade, no matter what, just getting frost out of, out of the building because he had, he'd been just getting the decision bad. making yeah. out of the building. Yeah. Out I mean, of he's the, been that he's field. been that bad. And so I kind of get the movement here. I think though, if this thing were to continue to move, I would come back in on Oklahoma because I mean, if we get this thing, like for whatever reason, under double digits, which again, like I said, this thing's already come off 11. There's it's 10 and a half at two, three of the books out there. Right now, um, if this thing were to get under double digits, I think then at that point yeah. I would have to come back in on Oklahoma because there's there is a talent well, gap. It. In my mind, I'm like, yes, it's, yeah. it's still Oklahoma. Yeah, there it's is still a the number gap. six team in the country. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking like Notre Dame top five yeah. to start the year. We're right. starting to figure out who these teams mm -hmm. are a little bit. Oklahoma seems legit. So, yes, if that number does continue <laughs> to tick down, I would be very interested in mm -hmm. getting in on Oklahoma. When we had Danielle on the show, I'm sad we didn't really get to any college football there. Mm -hmm. um, UCLA has just been playing cupcake after cupcake to start the season. Um, but I, I joked with her, the Sun Belt is a giant killer. They've got South Alabama this week uh, laying 15 and a half with nobody in the stands at UCLA in the Rose Bowl any game. That, that is the saddest it's all, they have no no home field anything. It this is, is look, a negative. I get it. It's still point. warm. You've got the beach. You've got whatever. I get it. Like you know, there's other things to do. But like, can't you just for six Saturdays a year put on your calendar that you're going to go and watch the game? Like you, can you not go get tan in the morning and then go <laughs> out and like watch the game in every the afternoon? Every time Danielle posts a picture of her at the game, she's got fifty seats on every direction yeah. of her wide open. I just picture like, I just picture all the people that go to UCLA, like 
rollerblading down like the beach and stuff, you know, like it, like not even knowing there's a game going on. People are being like, hey, what did you think about the game today? I'm like, I didn't even know there was a game today. Do you see the sunshine? Like, come on. Meanwhile, USC finally getting butts in the stands again yes. because it was very bare for them in the past as well. They're a 12 and a half point favorite taken on Fresno State this week. But here's what caught my eye. Mm -hmm. Total up already from 71 and a half. It was 71 and a half and it is now 74. So this thing continues to climb with two really hot offenses here on principle. I feel like I need to bet the under in this game. Um, I understand why, though, this number is so high. I mean, the things that Caleb Williams and the Bolitnikoff winner, Jordan Addison, have done. Travis Dye, even with a 100-yard game on the ground, the transfer from Oregon coming in. Um, that offense looks about as top tier as you can imagine. And then you're taking on a Fresno State team who just had that heartbreaker against Oregon State. Um, <laughs> Jonathan Smith goes for the touchdown in the win instead of kicking the field goal for overtime, and Fresno State loses at home. But Jake Hayner is the real deal. Um, he had a 360-yard day against the Beavers. Jordan Mims, very dangerous on the ground as well. And they actually had a signature win against UCLA a season ago. So I'm curious if they can stay a little bit competitive in this game or how high they really do run up the total with these offenses. And, and we have just, you know, listen, I understand it's a daunting task for a lot of betters out there to keep up with what's going on in college football. It, in, in one of the things I can legitimately tout here, this is not even, this is not even just the cheap plug. We have a ton of college football content over on beeson.com like seriously like there are there are a guy there are a lot of guys that devote a lot of time to following into not only just the power five conferences but going into the going into the weeds and getting you some insight on some of these other teams that let's just be frank you're, you're probably not watching anyway right or you don't have a lot of you don't have a, a really good sense of who they are and stuff so like i mean i'm i i find myself here much more recently heading over to Kind of, kind of get some insight here as to some of these teams that even I don't have a, don't have a chance to get on the TV very often. Caleb Williams is now the second betting favorite for the Heisman as well through two games. He's 39 of 49 for 590 yards. So a 12 yards per attempt average here with six touchdowns and no picks. Also 72 yards on the ground. And they're plus 280 to make the playoff which hasn't shortened very much. They do have a tough stretch of games coming up here uh, for the next five. We've got Fresno State this week, Oregon State, Washington State, and Utah. Also at the end of the year, UCLA and Notre Dame. But like, I'm a little bit intrigued. As somebody who is very down and out on USC, and I talked a lot of trash in the offseason. I've got to I've gotta own that. Mm. But I watched the game against <laughs> Stanford last week from start to finish and was very impressed with what I saw. And so I'm debating whether or not if I want to buy in on USC now and just kind of deal with it. Hey, listen. What do we what do we what do we say? We can change our opinions after watching these games. You don't have to sit there and be like, I'm right, even though it continues to like not be exactly what you're seeing with your eyes on the field, right? I mean, that's one of the good signs of someone that is a good evaluator. Thank you. I yes. appreciate that. The defense still a work in progress, though, um, which could be the real challenge here. They've been it's been masked by the fact that they're third in the nation in interceptions right now and have forced eight turnovers through two games. To me, that is not sustainable. Um, based on what I know about that roster coming in on that side of the ball, like it's hard for me to believe that they're really that good. Um, it's been against Stanford. It's been against Rice. We'll see how that plays out the next couple of games. But I think that I am going to buy in on the plus 280 price for them to make the playoff. Uh, we've got some more college football ahead as well as NFL. We'll get into the awards market. If I gave you $100, Matt, Ooh. where are you placing it in the MVP mm -hmm. and Heisman markets? Don't go anywhere. All of that and more. And, of course... 
We're going to get to a pro tip as well because yeah. we are doing that every hour here on VEASAN. Yeah. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You get 20 of them a day helping you become a better better. It's a really good deal. Don't go anywhere. More VEASAN final countdown coming up in just a little bit. VSIN's final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks to the glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, like we talked about. Taking the points with Nebraska, big one in that picks to the glance. You get 24 7 video. Season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season. Pro tools, like our exclusive betting splits. Mm -hmm. And pro tips, updated every single hour mm -hmm. with actionable insights to up your betting game. You're going to get one at the end of this hour, by the way. Sign up for our discounted football special. Get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for $175. 50% off the monthly price is also an option with the annual subscription. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You did very good on that read. That's an A-plus. And I've got to be honest with you, that might have been the best one you've ever done. You're lying. No, I'm not. I also I, I'm, think I'm, I'm being, you should I'm probably take over our ad reads because <laughs> Why? when I come on the show as a guest. People don't want to hear me you're talk. You're fired up. This is me. People don't want to hear me talk. betting network. Listen, they have to hear it once a week. So they, they're like, hey, what, that's, that's fine. Just once a week. I'm, I'm not doing that. Doing All right. That We're going to do a little exercise here. All right. We're not gonna... like, not like. No, I don't do that. Yeah, I don't work out. Yeah, not exercise. I eat yeah. as many cookies as humanly possible. We are the crumble cookie gang here on the fam. Please sponsor us. Anyways, like I was saying, mm -hmm. going to play a little game, a little exercise here. When it comes to different awards markets, we're going to start with the NFL MVP. I give you $100. You can divvy it up how you choose, or you can bet oh. one player. Where are you putting those funds? Oh, all right. So... We look at the MVP market, no shock to anybody out there that Josh Allen is your short shot. He's actually fallen from plus 650 down to five to one. Herbert sitting at seven and a half to one. Mahomes at seven and a half to one. They were both nine to one last week. Tom Brady is at 12 to one. So he's actually gotten a little longer. Despite the win. Yes. As has Aaron Rodgers goes from 10 to 12. Joe Burrow goes from 12 to 14. Russell Wilson still sitting at 14. Jalen Hurts, the big plunge here from 20 to 16. Lamar Jackson from 20 to 16. And then we get into these guys where, look, I think you could I think you could make a case for some of these other guys down here. Stafford. Not, not Justin Fields. How does he no. get cut in half from 80 to 1 to 40 to 1 after hey. playing worse than Trey Lance but you know getting why. a win? You know why. Teams, uh, teams, teams wins obviously is is the only thing that matters. I know, so yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. That is, do not bet. This is what I will no. tell you: with if we gave you a hundred dollars out there, you do not put it on Justin Fields. Do I will not let you do that. I know you already have money. I on would Trey light Lance. it on fire first. I know yet. you already have money on Trey Lance, but that is also to me lighting it on fire at this point. Yes, I would take your. I would pull the hundred dollars back and I would <laughs> bite it on fire before I would let you put it on there. Not going to happen on this Don't program. Don't do it. So for me, the hundred dollars, I guess I'd probably just split it 50, 50 here. And for sure. And I understand it's way down to 30 to one, but Kirk cousins sitting it. at 30 to one would certainly get 50 of my dollars. 
And if you're wanting my other 50, look, I, I think that the numbers, strictly that the numbers that Jalen Hurts is going to put up this year, even at 16 to 1, I still think I would look there because he is going to do it with his legs and with his arms. And I think that the counting stats for him are just going to get to a point where they are going to have no choice but to seriously consider him for this. Like, I understand Josh Allen's are going to have like very similar, right? Because he runs a ton and, and, you know, all those weapons to throw to. So I, I imagine that he will have at least similar. But Jalen Hurts might get kind of like the sentimental type things. Like, Josh Allen's supposed to do this, right? Like, I mean, he is Super Bowl favorite, MVP favorite, the whole nine yards, right? Yeah, but he hasn't won it. He hasn't. He hasn't. <laughs> but I think there are people out there who do this thing with like this crazy mental exercise where they go, they don't really want to give it to the dude who was supposed to win, that they would rather give it to someone who wasn't supposed to win. Do you believe this like human psychology thing um, to where you don't to an extent. You know, like when a band like gets gets like that you thought was cool and then they get famous and then people don't want to like them anymore. They hate they start hating on bands yeah, whenever they I get liked like them too, back when they were like so this. Like Josh Allen okay. two years ago couldn't play in the NFL. He was horrible. Then they had but there were people who were who backed him and said, No, 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 you know, give the guy a chance and all stuff. But now that he's actually good, people are going, like, Yeah, Josh, he's old news. Like I don't I don't like that guy anymore. So Everyone I, likes him, I don't like him. I believe it to an extent. Like, I think that Josh Allen is a very, very likable character despite being a favorite, despite mm -hmm. being on the team that we all believe is the best in the NFL this year. He's He is a guy that still was, like, unrecruited completely out of high school, had to go to the University of Wyoming and put up with all of the things that come with living mm -hmm. in Laramie, which are not great. He's from a freaking farm in Firebaugh, California, where he raised cantaloupes with his family. Which, by the way, as a child, farms in California. Yeah, yeah. I think. They exist. There they you get, go. They get There's your fun sometimes. fact for the day. That's your pro tip, but that's your fun fact for the day. But like, I'm just—he's a very likable character, I think. And this Bills team is going to go as far as Josh Allen mm. takes them, and it's very, very likely to a Super Bowl appearance. And I, I really could see like. <laughs> the 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 best price you're gonna get is probably gone at the plus six fifty yeah. now. But I I would probably put some of my yeah. money on Josh. I mean, Allen. I get it, I get it. I, it's for, for me. I do think though the but interesting at this point it's worthwhile to get some of those yeah. longer shots. Uh, listen, Absolutely. I think it's very interesting the Kirk Cousins one. I, I mean, like if this offense performs kind of at the level that we saw this past week, like, they are incredibly efficient. If and, and listen, that Packers defense is not bad. So like like this what. People are going to look and say, well, yeah, they only put up 23 points, whatever, and stuff like that. But, I mean, that's not a bad – that is not a bad defense. And so, like, they're going to play defenses that are much worse than what they played this past week. And so, I kind of look at Kirk Cousins at 30-1. to 1. I love Could it. this team go 11-6? and 6? Could they go 12-5? and 5? If that's the case, you better believe he is going to be right in the discussion when it comes to, to all of this. And so, like, I, I just think in a highly, highly, highly productive offense that seems like it's going to be super efficient with the way that they're moving Justin Jefferson. We didn't even really get the Thielen experience last week. They didn't have to. And he's going to play a, a role in this as well. So, I, I think that he's a fairly interesting one at 30 to 1. Kirk Cousins, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen, if I had to divvy it up in some way, shape, or form would be along those lines. But unfortunately, with Josh Allen, that's where you'd have to put the most money to get the most yeah. value from it. So I, I think, though, there is something to be said with that, though, is like, okay, look, I understand it's not incredibly sexy. And by the way, since this graphic was made, he's now full plus 425. <laughs> so Love that. So he, is, so he has come down Never now. Never mind. I yeah. can't bet it anymore. So, so he has come down. Like, I mean, that just lets you know. I mean, like, yeah. the, but that, this is actually to my point, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, if you think someone's going to win something. So, 
if you were betting a baseball game and you're betting a favorite, like you're betting a you know minus one forty, minus one fifty, you know, whatever, and so, like stuff like that. Sometimes, if you're betting a baseball game, you're you're betting a favorite here that is plus four twenty five. That we're saying like unless he gets injured, most likely is going to have eye popping stats over the course of the season. So like. If you have the bankroll, I understand not everyone likes locking money up for that amount of time, and specifically when the payoff is only going to be five to one, or in this case now four and a quarter to one, or whatever. But like, Gosh, you know, that doesn't mean it's so a bad bet. Good for you know? them too. It's just not a bad bet. It's not a bad. It's bet. not. Yeah, um, but I'm just I'm going through the bill schedule mm-hmm. and like every twist and turn you see, with the exception of at Kansas City, October sixteenth. Like they should win all of those games. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I like, I mean, and obviously wow. every team has hiccups, right? Like we saw that, I mean, exhibit a, the Buffalo bills last year and the Jacksonville Jaguars losing in a single digit game. But this, I mean, that schedule is so favorable for them and it sets up so nicely for him to have incredible offensive numbers. You know, what's cool about this with all of these different States that are now betting into all this, like this market has moved significantly today, mm-hmm. which is just like on a Wednesday, people decide <laughs> to go in and like play the MVP market, which is just like, it's just crazy. Right. So Jalen hurts, my number's better on Jalen hurts now. So my 16 to one is actually 18 to one right now. Burrow, who when the gra- our graphic was made, was 14 to 1. Burrow's sitting at 20 to 1 right now, right? So, like, the money has certainly moved and shifted these odds around a ton. Trey Lance back up to 50 to 1 from 40 to 1. So, there are, there are some, there are a lot of people betting into these markets, like, basically all week now, which is pretty cool. So, something we'll keep an eye on all season long because, I mean, like, it's, it is something that I think there's, like, Joe Burrow at 20 to 1 at this point is very interesting. Like I said, I bet the Bengals to win that division because this is like the lowest point you're going to ever mm-hmm. get them, in my opinion, right? I mean, I think, I, I guess everything could, in theory, go south, but he still had, despite that loss, he still had huge numbers, mm-hmm. right? And at the end of the season, what are they going to look at? They're still they're going to see those touchdown passes in, those, in the yardage, right? Either where he throws for 350 yards and, and all the touchdowns. And well, so that still counts towards his counting stats. Aaron Rodgers won the MVP last year in week one through three interceptions. Yeah. Like, things turn around. Week one is not the end-all, be-all. Also, just since we're talking about the Eagles there for a good bit, their win total now at 10 and a half. Ooh. <laughs> interesting. So, interesting. People- that is Very something confident. I will actually take a look at this evening as well and see if I can point out anything for tomorrow because any of these overreaction to win totals after week one is certainly like we found some stuff last year after week one that were definitely bettable numbers. The Broncos last year, their win total jumped two games after winning winning in week one where it was like that team we, you knew was going to be bad. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. it was like the easiest under you could ever see in the world is like the under 10 and a half on them. And so those might be something that we can we can take a look at as well. Another show where we are flying fast and furious, but we're going to step aside Goodness here for gracious. a brief moment and wrap things up on the other end. VSIN final countdown on the Sports Betting Network. Don't go anywhere. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers, you go to sportsbook for every line boost and special. Lace up for week two with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers every Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs. And if it loses, you get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Same thing if you wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday night football each week. Get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new game. We are wrapping things up here live from the South Point alongside Matt Brown. I'm Stormy Tony. Welcome back to Beeson Final Countdown. And we got into a lot of the MVP conversation in the NFL last block. So, seems only natural to keep the awards talk going and get into Offensive Rookie of the Year odds here because we do have a new favorite in the market. Commander's wide receiver Jahan Dotson was 20-1 to last week, now sitting 9-1, to only had 40 yards in his debut, but boy, were they impactful. Uh, two of those catches went to the house, Matt. This is people betting box scores and not actually what went on. And so, this is, this is like... This is great, and this is why we will cover these markets like every week, all season long, because this is the biggest overreaction ever. Dotson was only out there for like half of half of the passing snaps as it was anyway. He only got a handful of targets. Like the the target monster was everybody else other than him. Is just he caught the most 
the notable like you said, ones. yeah, the most yes. impactful catches. But like this is where you look and people are going, oh, they're just digging through Two a box score. Oh, boom, got to be, got to be him. And it's like, no, his usage, like the fact that Pickens is is still as short as he is, like he is easily third in the pecking order there for this team. Like, I mean, like easily third in the pecking order, and so. You, you got to look at these and look at opportunities and look at how often are they on the field? How many routes are they running? Like, what are these things that we're looking at that really can carry a person to an award like this over the course of the season? And what Dotson and Pickens got ain't it, right? Like, you want to look at a guy, and even though the stats didn't really jump off, the, like you want to look at a guy like Drake London. You want to look at these guys mm-hmm. that are on the field every single snap because they're out there in two wide receiver sets. And like that is well, and Drake London's number did shrink a bit as well. He went from 14 to one down to 10 to one, but that's a great example because he's a guy whose tools clearly are incredible, but he's targeted in that game week one, the same amount as Kyle Pitts, both had seven targets on the field consistently. That's a great example. Like Christian Watson is another one down at 16 to one. I mean, he didn't have the greatest that he didn't have the greatest week, but like, let's just, let's just go back in time and, pretend he caught that touchdown pass this would he would not be 16 to 1 right now because his box score as we looked right now would say 70 yards and a touchdown to go along with everything else it's like this is this is where we have to start looking at usage and looking at how often are these guys out there and what's going on with these guys whenever they're out on the field and like Christian Watson granted not a lot of numbers not a lot of hard stats to take with you from that week one but he was out there for the most amount of snaps he was running the most amount of routes for for Aaron Rodgers, who we all know is still one of the best quarterbacks mm-hmm. in all the NFL, like there, he is going to get his targets. He is going to, unless unless he's terrible, and and then it, you know, I don't think we think he's terrible. So I mean, like halfway through the season, Aaron Rodgers might go to the management and say like he's terrible. He has to get off the field. Like I'm not playing with <laughs> this not guy anymore. With this but game. I mean, we don't assume that's the case. And so like he's going to be out there with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's going to get targets. They have to send him on routes and they have to throw the ball his way. And so those are the type of guys that I think we really want to latch onto here. I'm curious your thought process on Kenny Pickett, who mm-hmm. coming into the year was the favorite. Um, obviously the thought process behind that being that he's going to get the starting job in Pittsburgh at some point, mm-hmm. Mitch Trubisky goes out, gets a win week one. And you would anticipate that the more you win, if you're Pittsburgh, the less likely you are to make that change at what point, like what's the weak point for you where it's Kenny Pickett or nothing. Yeah. Cause now the odds are getting longer. It's 14 to one. Now this is kind of what we were screaming, right? With Kenny Pickett coming into the season was look, we knew no rookie quarterback was going to start week one. Now with this, we, we know it's not going to be week two either. I'm waiting another two weeks. Cause like, even if just get this to keep growing, right? Like even if look, even if Trubisky has a God awful week this week, like they'll give him one more start for sure. Right. And so we can get through this week as well. You can get through week three, and at that point, at that point, like if you're getting 20, 22, 25, something like that on Kenny Pickett, and if he takes over, they want to give it to a quarterback. It's not necessarily a given that they're going to, but they certainly want to give it to a quarterback. And if he ends up starting 13 games for this team, even 12 games for this team, like I think he's super, super live, and you are going to love having a 20-something, you know, or longer ticket on basically the only rookie quarterback that's playing in the league. Because God forbid he's actually good right. and is ultimately an upgrade. You're right. <laughs> and like, that's the thing is like, so listen, Brees Hall eventually, that's why this number, you don't you don't take this number with him. Like eventually we, we assume that he's going to take over as the number one guy there. But like 
They rode Michael Carter, and like they're probably going to ride Michael Carter for another couple of weeks. And so you're only going to get a better number on these guys over the like over the long haul here, you know. And so like James Cook, for example, eighteen to one, not worth taking him. He was the obvious, not even number two. He was the number three out there. Mm-hmm. Like they they did not. He goes out and fumbles, and then he didn't see the field again, you know. And so if you if you truly believe James Cook is going to get more work over the course of the season. Wait, you're going to get 20. You're like next week, he's going to be 20 or 22 or 20, whatever, something like that. So uh, we know that this is an award that, like you said, they try to give mm. it to a quarterback. It's probably going to go to an offensive player. Um, who just impressed you from curiosity's sake on the defensive side, the defensive rookie? I know Sauce Gardner got a lot of talk with the Jets week one. Uh, anybody else that stood out to you? I mean, like I said, Stingley had a really good game. And, and like, I don't yeah. know. The, the problem. He wasn't tested very much. And so here's the thing. The problem with corners, and it's why it's so hard for corners to to win this award, and why it's so hard for corners really to get noticed by anybody other than, like, us who want to point out how good corners are, is because when you're good, they can just avoid you. Like, so you don't get the counting stats. You don't get the pass breakups. You don't get the interceptions. You don't get the stuff like that because if you're on that side, they're throwing to that side. You know what I mean? Like, it's very easy. You can't you can't avoid, yeah. you know, you can't avoid Aiden Hutchinson. You can't avoid – because they're lined up on the defensive line, and, like, if they get to the quarterback, they just get to the quarterback, right? It just is what it is. But with corners, they can be so awesome that basically their, their stats get nullified. Like, they don't have anything to, to point at, right, other than – we can sit here and go like, no, but did you see on tape? He's like, he was really good, and they they didn't throw to him. They threw away from him. Cool. Not voting for him, you know? So we know things that we're going to hold off and wait for in this market, but mm. same thing that we did with MVP, $100. How yeah. are you divvying it up? For the, offensive, for the offensive rookie of the year, I'm going to play two different guys, and I would play Christian Watson at 16 to 1 for 50 bucks, and then because I had to play it this week. Now, it, when we do this exercise, maybe next week and the week after that, some of these guys' odds are going to get a little bit longer, and I'm really going to take a look at those guys for sure. But for me, the guys that I know that are going to be out there and that I know one big week could make these these odds go absolutely bonkers, I would take Alave at 10 to 1, and I would take Christian Watson at 16 to 1. Those would be kind of the two that I would be looking at right now. Now, when we do this in two weeks, I'm probably going to be putting some money on maybe a Brees Hall, probably putting some money on a Kenny Pickett. I think those odds are at least a little bit too short as we sit right now on a couple of these other guys. Like Damian Pierce, for example, got out-touched by Rex Burkhead multiple, like like literally like two to one, right, on Rex Burkhead. They say they want to get Pierce more work down the line, but that doesn't seem to be the case here, at least in the first few weeks of the season. So next week, we might get 12 to one. We might get 14 to one. And we know over at some point, they're not going to go with 33-year-old Rex Burkhead, right? They're going to go with Damian Pierce. They probably just don't completely trust him yet to take over the the role as like the the 70-30 guy. He's on the wrong end of 70-30 right now. We want him on the right end of the 70-30. I really like your pick with Christian Watson because that's mm. one that I would go with as mm. well here, um, especially because – like so much hype came around Romeo Dobbs and yep. his number has shortened from 80, 100, whatever it was in the preseason to now 11 to one. But Christian Watson's going to, they didn't go and get a first round wide receiver, right? But they did trade up in the second round to go ahead and get Watson. They want to get utilization out of him now that he's coming back healthy. So hopefully the drops subside, his drop itis goes down and Drake London would be my second one for me. Cause like, God forbid the Falcons actually stay competitive in a lot of games and he's a reason let's, why. Let's also not forget 
if you like, it wasn't very long, like it, this time last year when remember Jamar Chase couldn't catch wasn't either. A, yeah, wasn't remember, on the radar. Remember he couldn't Mac catch. Jones remember talk. it was the ball was different, so he couldn't catch and all that. Remember that was the narrative that everyone wanted to go with and all that. So it's like, you know, again, the, if the you want the guys that are playing, you want the guys running routes, and then from there we can kind of decide how we how we go. But I mean, that's that's what we're looking for. We're gonna close out the hour like we do every hour here on Vsin with our pro tip. Again, go to vsin.com slash subscribe to get one from every hour um, throughout the course of the day from different hosts and analysts. But our pro tip here is just to again reiterate something we talked about in the first hour of the show, very first block, to pay attention to the injury reports early on in the week in the NFL. Yeah, I mean it's very simple. It's very easy if you just wake up on Sunday and 90 minutes before game time, you get like who's out, but. The thing is, is by that time, your numbers, go. your numbers go, whatever. So what we're trying to do is identify early on in the week, what we're monitoring throughout the course of the week so that we don't get caught off guard by making either a bad bet or whatever. Cause I mean, listen, some of these, some of these injuries impact these lines, these games, how you view what's going to happen on the field. And so that's why we spend a Wednesday talking about the stuff that we're going to be looking at come tomorrow, come Friday, come Saturday. Tomorrow, we have Thursday night football. We'll get into all of the prop betting opportunities, our final picks for the game. But for now, stiff right here on VEASAN. VEASAN Prime Time coming up with Tim and Sean next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.